Second week after the hiatus, ROH continue this excellent wrestling programming. Pure tournament looks like the most important tournament in wrestling at the moment. It isn't, but it looks like it is. Find out why here. They continue in the same way as they finished last week. The Pure Championship, with no other wrestling, no other feuds, no other belts butting in. This is just about the Pure Championship, and it makes it look like such an important championship. Last week we had Lethal defeating Castle, and Gresham defeating Utah, and we hear from Lethal, and he's very honest about how he had lost a step because he didn't have that extra energy, the extra adrenaline that a crowd would give you. And that honesty really pushes the wrestling element of this. It gives you extra insight. What they also do, and they did last week, is they have the four combatants, and we have two matches in this hour-long programme, which, in which they just sit down and talk about their match and what's brought them there. It makes them look like considered intelligent wrestlers. Real wrestlers. And it's so refreshing to see. Without any frills and furbelows. First matchup, which is quite an exciting matchup, it's Finley versus Rocky Romero. And you know, Finley talks, he's the younger man, so it's uh, in a way an older versus younger, but also on this. A mentor versus trainee match. And I'll tell you why in a minute. See, first of all, Finley talks about being in Japan. And um, not being forced because he's from a famous wrestling family, of course. Dave Finley. And he says that he was never forced into wrestling, but he wanted to do it. And he went to Japan even though he didn't know a word of the language. And when they started at the dojo, every morning they started with a thousand sit-ups. And he didn't know how to count in Japanese. So he was looking at the clock to try and guess how many he had done. And at that time, Romero, he was a mentor to Romero, the man he's about to face. He used to do Romero's laundry. And this adds an extra deliciousness to the match. He talks about um, how he's he, he has a finisher, which is really drop their head onto my knee, is the way he describes it. But he also teases a leg submission he's working on. And that's interesting, because Romero, of course, has got the armbar submission. That's his finisher. And he's very honest, too, when he's chatted, too. Talks about Finley, um, knowing Finley, and there being a kind of gap between them, and how, um, how time-served he is. And he just says, I'm just going to have to outsmart him. And it fed into a fantastic match. It was flowing. There weren't too many high spots. They told that story of the old versus older versus the younger very well. They had a nice cagey start. Romero went for the arm bar right off the bat. Finley went to the rope break. Of course, you can only have three rope breaks in the pure tournament. After the third one, you can be pinned or submitted in the ropes. Finley then hit back a nice knee off the ropes and a suplex. 
and then Finlay transitioned from a camel clutch into a cobra clutch and that was lovely to see. So smooth, what great wrestling. Romero answered back with a tornado DDT, he really hit it. And then he worked on the shoulder which is where Finlay had said last time he was in an ROH ring was for the Tag Team Championships in Japan against the Briscoes, dislocated his shoulder out eight months. Romero knows this and he got the knee into the shoulder from the top rope. Now that was fabulous. There was a suplex that Romero put, um, that Finley put Romero into the ropes. He put him right into the ropes and turnbuckle, injuring his leg. Went for a, a, a knee submission, his new knee submission, which is kind of a grapevine with the leg pushing into the knee. And Romero had to go for a rope break. He got a near fall, Romero, with a sliced bread. But he'd hit with a closed fist before that. You're not allowed to do that. Two of those and you're out. And he got a warning for it. He then hit his Diablo armbar again. And Finley had to go to the ropes for a second time. Only one more left. But at the end of the match, there was a sliced bread countered into a backbreaker by Finley. And then his finisher. The head onto the knee or the shoulder onto the knee. Finley wins. What a great match. What a lovely piece of natural, smooth, exciting wrestling. This is what ROH is all about. Great wrestling. That is what these two delivered. And I can't wait to see the next match. Which is Matt Seidel versus Delirious. And when Seidel is more is, um, is interviewed, he's more arrogant. He tells people what he's going to do doesn't waste time talking about what he did and being and being modest. He tells him what he's going to do. He says he walked with a limp now because he has an injury, which has left him with a big calcified lump of bone on his foot. But he uses it in the ring when he can. He has to go through the pain, but he's prepared to do that. And here's another match in which the two of them know each other. When he came to ROH, he loved it but wasn't really working outside of himself. Delirious was the person who saw wrestling as he did and pulled him out of himself. And now Delirious. Great to see him. Not seen him for a while. Loved him in ROH. Lovely to see him again. He looks shredded now. Got very little body fat and a long straggly beard, which works very well. Of course, he's got his own language, and so he is interviewed talking in that language with subtitles and it's a lovely moment it'll be great fun but he says I'm not going to come on in a fun way I'm not going to come on and mess with the crowd if there was one I'm going to come on like a beast I have missed Delirious and it's going to be great to see and they didn't half deliver it wasn't as smooth as the first match so it could be overlooked but it had some wonderful stuff in it mainly counters they knew each other so well they were countering back and forth and then working on each other's extremities delirious at one point sold a rising knee from Seidel so beautifully he falls with his legs right under him and then Seidel hits a standing corkscrew moonsault that is something so special 
and Delirious still has his legs, the bottom of his legs, under him. He sold it like a real Trojan. Delirious gets a Cobra Clutch into a modified suplex and back into a Cobra Clutch. And towards the end, they trade near falls one after the other. And it's not a boring spot. This is so energetic and it means something because they know each other inside out. Inside out. Seidel won and in a very exciting and interesting way. He went to, to Delirious's playbook. He locked on the Cobra Clutch which is what Delirious loves and has been doing, and Delirious tapped out. He showed his arrogance at the end, but they did hug. And that is another superb match. Sounds easy, doesn't it? Just get great wrestlers to wrestle. Don't mess around with them. Give them enough time to chat to camera about what the match means to them, about what their career has been like, how it's all led up to this. And you'll make it sound fantastic. But it's like catching lightning in a bottle. And ROH have done that two weeks running. Another five out of five Ramble rating. This is becoming Wrestling Show of the Week. Well done, ROH. That pure championship is so important to you. And it should be important to other wrestling fans too. It's certainly important to me, and I can't wait to see what you're going to give us next week. Ta-ta.